0: At 8.45, today is World Ballet Day, a global celebration of the art. We are blessed to have a world-renowned company right here in southeast Wisconsin. Milwaukee Ballet, respected across the globe, has been a leader for more than two decades now by Artistic Director Michael Pink, who is live with us in studio this morning. Great to see you, Michael. Yeah, and you again, Vince. been a while. It has been. I will... Revisit the last time we spoke at length uh, for the news, but uh, you and I uh, go back a number of years Tell us first what
1: happens on World Ballet Day. It's uh, it's a celebration. It's just a celebration of the world of ballet um, You know what? It's the ballet world <laughs> So, so probably- yeah, there, there will be cake, but nobody will earn up for having it <laughs> I think it started something like nine years ago and it truly is around the world all those different time zones. Everything's live people just stream live and it might be just them in class doing their daily warm-up but that in itself just reminds you how many people actually pursue a career as a professional dancer around the world and how many little kids, of many of which are you know, associated to our, associated to us, are still pursuing that dream. It's still a viable dream for so many children. And that's the Milwaukee Ballet has over 650 students in our school, three locations. That's incredible. And it's really incredible. They may be just little three-year-olds dreaming of being a butterfly, But that three-year-old grows into a 13-year-old who is still pursuing the the dream of being a dancer. And like any sport of which I regard dance as a sport, it's a team-building experience, and it caters so much to those kids that are not competitive Mm -hmm. because dance, believe it or not, is not competitive. It's really hard for you to be in a ballet company and be alone. You need everybody around you, what we call our court of ballet and what we call our principles. If you're a lady and you're being lifted, You need a guy to be lifting you. So it's very much a team spirit. So I think it really still resonates within families. And, of course, with the new Nutcracker coming up, that's the biggest family event that we have uh, in, in America. No other country celebrates Nutcracker like America.
0: I know you got questions about the Nutcracker, but I was curious, like, so ballet's been around hundreds of years, right? Mm -hmm. So for a dance that's as old as ballet is, does it need to remain progressive? Are there things that have changed over the years in order to, I don't know, keep it hip,
1: so to speak? Absolutely. You know, we refer to contemporary dance, and the true definition of contemporary is of today. So when... uh, Somebody was creating contemporary dance at the turn, really the turn of the last century. It was relative to that period. It still remains relative. Like any other art form, opera, the symphony, you still have your classics. If you go across the road and listen to Beethoven, you don't want to hear a contemporized version of Beethoven. You want to hear Beethoven. So there's a place for everything. The balance is really just continuing to preserve that uh, legacy, if you will, and then create for the future so my company milwaukee valley we have done something in the region of 60 new works since my tenure began which means we are feeding we are feeding the next generation um, with new work creating work that is for today and apart from that People have changed dramatically. What somebody would do 50 years ago is a fraction of what they can do right. today. So we're pushing the boundaries, pushing the limits, and that's why we need more orthopedic surgeons. Because we keep breaking <laughs> them. You for that. Yes. We keep
0: breaking them.
1: <laughs> Michael Pink is the artistic director
0: of Milwaukee Ballet, so that leads us perfectly into Drosselmeyer's Imaginarium this rework of the Nutcracker. So you dance carefully because, as you know, generations have gone to see the Nutcracker here in Milwaukee, and we don't typically do change well here. But the show definitely needed updating. So tell us what's new and different.
1: Well, yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, We have to tread gently. The first thing I did when I said, okay, we need to look at a new one, by and large because the existing scenery and costumes were 26 years old, and no orthopedic surgeon could save those. So we're not going to worry about that. Uh, but we are definitely in a place where we need to invest in new scenery and costumes. So it was an opportunity for me to say, okay, let's revisit this, let's look at it, but with one major caveat, which is tradition. I do not want to disappoint people, and I certainly do not want to trample on people's fond, fond family memories of the of the Nutcracker. So I'm building it very much around the, the current production in terms of some of the content, but it's a whole new imagined world, which is why I'm calling it the Imaginarium. I want people to be sucked in to the whole journey. Um, Nutcracker t- traditionally has a very active first act, and then we get to the second act, and it kind of slows down a bit. And you, people get fidgety, and and then the kids want more sweets and visiting the boutique. Yes. And So what I'm trying to do is make sure it doesn't slow down, and that we keep the pace going so it, it, it zooms towards that finale.
0: So you and I, uh, you referenced this, we last got together. It was early 2021 when Milwaukee Ballet was one of the first major arts groups on the planet that returned to in-person performances. And you were a global leader on that, but also in so many other ways. So I, I'm I'm, curious, what do other cultural centers, New York, Paris, London, how do they perceive Milwaukee Ballet?
1: You know, I don't know. I think, uh, unfortunately, if you're not in a, in a, in a major city, a destination city as i call them i think people just don't think about you and in particular in this country because it's such a vast vast country everybody seems to truly live in their little bubbles so i think when it comes to our dance USA meetings which is our national group one of the great things about COVID was we all spent a huge amount of time on zoom together and that was the first time that in my knowledge had ever happened so i think Everybody suddenly went, "Oh, hi! Who are you? And the name to face, all of that." And the conversations. Everybody realized we are all in the same. We were all in the same situation together. So we discovered so much more about each other. And one of the things that people know about this company, which is unique, is we create a very distinct narrative dance world of which we've just just done Dracula, and it was again a huge sell because it tells a convincing story um and classical ballet sometimes isn't isn't uh, doesn't do that not enough people do that so i've tried to build an identity for the company that is unique and and i say try because one continues to try but i think we have we've built an identity that means it defines milwaukee ballet from all the other dance companies now do the folks in new york come to milwaukee to see ballet mm-hmm. let me think no they don't <laughs> okay that's fine but what i will say is anybody who does come it's always the same reaction. I had no idea. I had but no dancers
0: idea. come come from yeah, around the world absolutely. to be a part of
1: your company. Absolutely. My company, when we talk about uh, diversity and inclusion, the ballet world has always been very diverse because of the nature of it. There are, It's a very skilled art form, and there are, there are only a few people that really make the grade. So those people are working in the, in these major ballet companies, and they come from around the world. Um, What is interesting is they don't seem to want to leave. They come here. You would think this would be a stepping stone into New York, into San Francisco, into Houston, wherever. But no, they come, they stay, and they feel valued, and they realize they're a part of this world that we've created here. And that means a lot. Having been a dancer working in London, it can be very lonely because you're in a huge rat race. And as soon as as soon as you lose your edge or you need a little operation here or there, you tend to get sidelined, and then it, then you fade away. So it's less competitive in a place like this. You can build a community. And we just retired David Hovnissian, who's been 20 years with this company. That's his entire career here in Milwaukee. He's made Milwaukee his home. He's made Milwaukee Ballet his home. And he's brought us an incredible level of artistry. So that speaks volumes to me in terms of we're building a family and that's also Milwaukee. I mean, people say that about Milwaukee. Sure, yeah. You come here and you think, oh, I'll be here three years. Look at me, 21 years. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you're still here. So uh, for sometimes
0: in industry, you might get discovered or a sport like you can discover a guy because he's so tall and be like, you know what? We got to get him on a basketball court or a model could be discovered because of the way she looks for a specific type of industry where they want to take pictures or whatever. Can you discover a ballet dancer? Like, have you ever seen someone's type and been like, you know what? I got to get you some shoes.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can see it. You can see it from a very early age. There is. There is a physicality to this, but then there is to most sports. So you're looking at a dancer. You can see a dancer's body a mile away, and we talk about legs and feet. And that's just the aesthetic shape of the legs, the mobility, the flexibility of the ankle, the size of the arch. So when you look at a line, and a line being the line that the body creates, you can see that it has natural ability to uh, be flexible to turn out you see it in gymnasts in particular when you see floor gymnasts can you see it the other yeah. way too <laughs> okay you, you should uh, yeah yeah <laughs> can, maybe it's something else that... yeah you can so I, I think probably stay where you are <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if this makes you happy you're welcome here but <laughs> but yeah i think yeah uh, your legs are under the table at the moment so i'm not gonna <laughs> i won't evaluate totally get it um, <laughs> no but what what i'm guilty of is that i look beyond that i'm also very very interested in the person Personality and the work ethic. And people will tell you that I we have dancers in our company that perhaps are not the most aesthetically uh, perfect classical dancers, but what they are as artists and what they bring to the stage for me is worth so much more because that's what it connects with our audience. So I love the balance of it. I call us gypsies because we truly are. And I know I probably just said a word I'm not supposed to, so I'm really sorry if I offended anybody. I won't do it again. But it really is um, a question of. Building that team you need one of those two of those, you know, you need that that diverse group of people that make up a whole
0: Michael Pink, Artistic Director at Milwaukee Ballet. Thank you so much. You are a treasure. The ballet is a treasure. And best to your wife, Jane,
1: who does so much work in the arts community as well here. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much. It's such a pleasure. And I'm really glad I managed to find you in this amazing new facility right. here. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the easiest to get into. Okay, anytime. Just Next up
0: for Milwaukee Ballet, <laughs> Nutcracker Drosselmeyer's Imaginarium. It opens December 8th at the Marcus Performing Arts Center. Tickets at MilwaukeeBallet.org.